0: Hey, everybody, this is JT. Uh, Before we get into the music this episode, uh, we just wanted to say here at Hit Theory that we stand with the protesters. um, We stand with with George Floyd's family. uh, We support them. It's very crazy times, uh, but, you know, unfortunately, I think what we're seeing right now is the anger of people who haven't been heard um, for a very long time. Um, So if you want to support them along with us, uh, there'll be links on our website where you can click to donate uh, to places such as bail funds and um, the George Floyd Memorial Fund. Um, to support him and his family. Thank you for listening. Uh, Back to the episode. Welcome to Hit Theory, the podcast about the hits, the misses, and the biz behind the mixes. I'm your boy, JT the Human. I'm here with Black Adam. Yo. Thanks for joining us. We gonna get right into it like we always do. Adam, hit me with those current events. What we got? What you got for me?
1: Bro, it's been it's been pretty crazy lately. Uh, so I, I want to start off with some good news. Good news. Uh, member member Quavo of Migos uh, has finally gotten his high school diploma he dropped out of high school a few months before graduation to pursue music full time. So during the quarantine, he's, he's taking the opportunity to go and, uh, you know, finish his degree and finally get his high school diploma. Yeah, and that's, that's great. Uh, it seems like he's looking to, he's looking for colleges uh, to to go to next.
0: Oh, word. See, that's even a better part of the story. Not that college is, you know, the answer for everybody, but I think it's really cool that this wasn't just like checking off a box for him. It's clear that, you know, it, it almost could kind of kind of gives legitimacy to his decision to go to music because he was like yeah it was never me picking between the two i just knew i had to do this right now and then i could come back and do this later Uh, but this is always something i you know considered and like have wanted and believe in and it's good it's a good message to send out so i support that plus have you seen those pictures what of
1: him graduated yeah no i haven't bro
0: yeah so like there so um he took graduation pictures like in cap and gown and everything um and you know quintessential Quavo uh, style and I just feel like uh, they look really wholesome. <laughs> he, looks, he looks great. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know, I'm just hit with them I'm like, this nigga is so funny. Like, uh, so yeah, so go and check those out. Um, and I guess, you know, be happy for them. It's good. Um, you know, more education is always a good thing, right? Especially, yeah, in time, sure. especially in times like this, you know, we can hope that all of you should go out and get more educated. I, I need to be educated myself. Arm yourselves with knowledge. Uh but cool. That's what's up. That's dope. Um in news that I've heard recently, uh and actually I think uh, when you called me we were singing, I was singing the song. Um but I don't know if you heard but Disclosure's gonna put out a EP soon. Um and it's gonna feature everybody. Did you hear about that? <laughs> no. So Disclosure, just in case you guys don't know, is that is that group that made that um that Sam Smith track, Latch. You know, it was like, you know that that thing, that whole thing. Uh, so they made that song. They also, I'm pretty certain, I was because I was looking up today. They also produced Mac Miller's Blue um, uh, Blue Slide. What's the that album called? You know Mac Miller. That Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. Mac Miller uh, Blue Slide Park. Oh my God, so close, <laughs> so close. The park is not even is even an important part. Uh, but they he produced Blue Slide Park, which a lot of people, um, a lot of Mac Miller fans, they really enjoy that album. Uh, so that's an interesting thought because I feel like I didn't I didn't know anything about them. I just thought they made that song. And I kind of just, and that song was kind of just okay to me. Um, but the fact that they've been producing music for like a while um, mm-hmm. actually kind of makes me a little bit, you know, kind of makes me excited about this potential project. Cause I'm like, oh, okay. Like these are producers. Um, they've been making music that I have enjoyed for a while without even really right. kind of thinking too much about it. Uh, Cause I really kind of gave Sam Smith all the credit on that song. So I'm really interested. And then let me see if I can find the post. But the l- group of artists they named is what really grabbed me. I was like, oh, <laughs> all these people? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's featuring. So the album is featuring Mick Jenkins, Common, Aminé, Kalani, Sid. Oops, Kalani. Oh, look at that. Uh, Sid, uh, Khalees, Slow Slowtie, and uh, Chanel Trez If I'm pronouncing hmm. that correctly.
1: I didn't. I didn't recognize those last few.
0: Um, Slow tie is an artist. He's. I. Um. I think he's popular with a slightly younger, uh, younger demographic than us. Um. Hmm. But yeah. So that should be interesting. Uh, and it's gonna be yes, title "Energy." So, uh, and it, they announced the release date. Let's see what that is actually. August twenty eighth. So we got a while, but that's still pretty dope. So look out for that. Cool.
1: A few other uh, music release related things. Um, Kid Cudi finally got his first number one uh, single with his song "The Scots" that he did with Travis Scott. They recently started a a uh, a duo and uh, they're planning on releasing more music soon, but their, their first single, The Scots, came out. Uh, the music video, have you, have you heard this song or seen the music video at all?
0: So I've heard the song, I haven't seen the music video. Should I go watch it right now?
1: I mean, it's, it's not anything spectacular, but it, it's just, it was interesting to me because it's this uh, kind of Adam's Family vibe. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a still picture of like this kind of grotesque uh, family and only, only the lips move and they're, they're uh, just, you know, kind of singing along. To the song but it, oh. it was just it was just a really interesting experience <laughs> i mean the song
0: i mean what do you think when you first heard that song
1: i liked it i thought it was a good song I, it wasn't it's pretty... uh, it wasn't what i was expecting but i think it it fits both of them uh it was definitely a you know kid cuddy travis scott song
0: yeah no it definitely um yeah it definitely felt like them that's for sure i remember and, and this is i love both of those artists those are probably two of, some of my favorite artists i'm from houston big supporter of travis scott and Cucutter is like you know a childhood um, favorite that I just I feel like I'll always support that guy. Right. Um, and but uh, when I first heard it, I was like, uh, I guess like I wanted more. But then you know it's crazy, and it, it's wild because I told someone I was like, yeah, I don't think I really like that song. Like I'm excited though that they're like doing that because I think only good things can come from that. But I didn't really think I liked it. And then I kept hearing it on TikTok, and specifically oh, really? yeah, they so it became like a TikTok trend, and that's kind of interesting just in general because I saw someone talk about that but how tiktok has been affecting the industry and it, and it definitely has <laughs> like, which i which i think is is i don't know it's like kind of wild it says a lot about how music becomes popular um but uh yeah there's a part specifically in that song where it's uh i think it's kid Cuddy's verse and then he comes in and it's like the music transition is like nigga the cops outside lock up the house and people have been using that exact like, bit from that song. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, weird setups sense. to be, like, a punchline. And it's been hilarious. I mean, they're all, they've all been funny. And and now I like the, like, I, I like the song. Yeah. Like, <laughs> legitimately. And I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel indifferent about that. that your um, mind is ripe for molding. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, or, or maybe I'm open-minded. Maybe. Uh, but then, you know, you know, and that's kind of what's interesting. It, like, gives you a reason to appreciate a song that kind of didn't exist there. And so you appreciate right. it because you're like, oh, this, like yeah this is like this funny in this and then now it's just kind of like funny and then you can like open your mind to liking it just in general yeah so it's like a, i it's think like that's a new that's
1: always that's always been i feel like people's um biggest driving factor behind like the the albums and songs that they you know that they'll die defending and like that kind of thing it's always about the the emotion that that song you know gives them for whatever reason like whatever they're going through that song might have resonated with them at that certain point in their lives so now you know that's become their favorite song even if it's you know not like the best sonically or you know lyrically no yeah but if def- it connects with them on a on a on an emotional level
0: yeah i mean, yeah 100% i also think that you know it's it's easy to look at that and go like oh you know because tiktok's are fast and it's like some people think it's like bottom or like a bottom tier humor And so because of that, like, how quickly they, like, spread, you know, things get stuck in your head. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, there's a reason why people would make, like, interesting album art or, like, music videos, like the one that you just described, or, like, just that are different. Because they almost want to, like, it's almost like they're trying to find a different way for you to appreciate this song, right? So it's like, maybe you thought the song was okay, but you love the music video. So, like, when you hear the song, now you're going to think about that music video. So now, like, I mean, like, all these things are, like, tactics to try to, like, make the song appeal to you like, humor being another layer is really not even that surprising when you kind of think about it like that. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just, like, another door, essentially, like, another means of entry for the song to try to get into your life, essentially. But cool. Uh, so what else you got for me?
1: Uh, a law firm got hacked by a by a hacker group, um, and they're demanding $21 million for the information that they stole. Uh, that includes, you know, personal information for artists like Drake, Nicki Minaj, and The Weeknd.
0: Okay, So and so they... And so the the law firm is suing, or they're being sued as the hackers. The law firm is being blackmailed. Oh, by the hackers. By the hackers, yes. For twenty million, they hacked they hacked oh, the law god. firm and
1: stole information from their contracts.
0: Oh my god! Wait, damn. So what you said Drake, Nicki Minaj, and Kendrick in the weekend? No, in the weekend. Holy shit! And more. But those um, are the big ones. Twenty, but twenty one million. That seems like such a small amount, doesn't it? If they like had twenty one million dollars, you got you got twenty one million dollars. Well, no, no, no. I don't mean like for the like. I don't know like. I mean just to like to request. Like, you think you, like if you had that, would you would you request twenty one million? I feel like I would have went for more if I have like like how big. Well, are I mean, these you songs? have to be realistic if you want to actually get the money. Yeah, that's interesting. So this seems like a realistic like rem- amount. Like it's like you know because like if it's like if it's like a law firm. That's interesting that they would sue the law firm though. Or tra- They're or tra- not suing
1: the law or, firm. No, no. That's, I mean <laughs> that's where they. <laughs> that's where they got the contracts from the information and they're blackmailing them
0: they're black oh okay so so it's like they, they've specifically hacked this law firms yes like so, okay gotcha. we've
1: hacked your law firm and we have all this information pay us 21 million dollars
0: oh it's not even music it's just information about them yes oh that's oh that's even bigger okay yeah, Oh, law firms god. law firms don't have artists of course, music, really of course what <laughs> no okay information oh my god that makes way more sense alright well that's crazy how long has this been going on? Do you know? This was
1: on the 14th. So about a week ago. A
0: little over a week ago that this happened. I kind of feel like you have to pay that. Like, you just pay it. But then it's like, well, then it's like, what's to stop this from happening again?
1: Right. And what I was saying earlier is that this isn't the first time that the hacker group has done this. Not oh. not necessarily to this particular law firm, but they've, they've stolen uh, information before and successfully... Pulled off the 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 ransom, like
0: they got the money that they were asking for. That's crazy. Wow. So like, and it so just. So is that, was oh it wow. Several times, or, oh, and go. it
1: says. Uh, so now that I'm I'm looking a little deeper into it, it says that they they also represent companies like Facebook, Sony, HBO, Activision. So like, they have a lot of, you know, like, big big companies' information, and you know, as well as those artists
0: this is crazy. and so okay you said this happened in the past i mean it's happened before do you mean like so to the same company or they've done it to no
1: with with this same hacker group
0: oh okay so this is like do you know the name of the hacker group this is like a famous hacker group it's like Medjet. Yeah, it sounds crazy. so they
1: stole they stole 756 gigabytes of documents and that's a lot
0: yeah <laughs> that's um. a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so many bytes <laughs>
1: Okay, the group was called Revil. It's a stupid name. Don't hack me, but that's a stupid name. But it's uh, also Revil, known like Revel, like R E V I L, like evil, but with an R in the front. Oh, okay, that's right. Revil. but the R and the E are capitalized. What is it the says? R they're R? also known as Sodanokibi. So it says uh, one of the one of the previous previous companies that they've targeted um, is an organization called TravelX, which is a UK based currency exchange company. Um they ended up paying two point three million dollars in Bitcoin to the hackers.
0: Damn. Bro, so they just been winning? Is are they like an actual super Yeah, they just they've just been winning. <laughs> well damn bro. That's some hustlers. No, that's crazy though. That's I I guess I don't know. I guess I just assumed that hacker like groups were Fake. I didn't think they were anything like real about them. Or they did like low grade things. I didn't know that they were doing like they're making. Big no, I
1: mean they, like they've they've always been. Uh, even when you know people first started, like when the internet first started becoming a thing, there were like groups of hackers that I read. I read this article about uh, this group of. They were like kids that basically they got invited to the Pentagon because they were you know, like they were such uh, famous hackers that you know kind of turned straight. Like they, they they ended up. You know, helping the government kind of upgrade their security systems. Damn, that's dope.
0: So what do you do? Like, what do, what do you think the move is going to be? Does anyone have any idea what like, will happen?
1: Oh, but it looks like Lady Gaga, some of her information was actually leaked already. Damn. From, resulting from that hack.
0: What was the information? Uh, let's see.
1: Oh, it says, last week, the firm refused to pay the $21 million. In, retalii- in retaliation, the hackers have leaked 2.4 gigabytes of data uh related to Lady Gaga. Um and they upped the ransom request to forty two million. Ooh. So let's see what was actually leaked. Oh this
0: oh, this, this is crazy. <laughs> this is a crazy this is a crazy thing. And even happening.
1: after they did that the, the firm still says they don't intend to pay the ransom. And they're working with the
0: uh, authorities. Yeah. Of course. But what's what data was leaked? I mean, I guess, is that, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, spread that data, but I mean, was it, I guess, was the substantial data that was leaked? Um, has it been, has it been, like, recovered? Has it been pulled from any, like, sites or anything that it was hosted on?
1: I'm not saying what was actually leaked.
0: Interesting. But I it's mean, mean, yeah, a ton I mean, of, I mean, yeah, a ton, of, a ton of data. And
1: why. apparently the, the group is also claiming that they have, uh, dirt on
0: Trump. Oh, well, I would like that. <laughs> Can can they give that out? I feel like it's a little it's a little too late.
1: <laughs> womp,
0: womp. It really does sound like a movie. It sounds like something that you could that you could make for like a three million dollar yeah. budget, like in like one office <laughs> space building or something. Which is funny
1: because that's a lot less than they're asking
0: for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can make a movie for less than they're asking for, so they could probably get in and just make the movie. That'd be dope. That would that'd, that'd be wild. Yeah, if, you, <laughs> if that's what they did. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. That'd be dope. And they hired some of the some of the people that they stole information from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Um. Speaking of wild things, I want to talk about some uh, music controversies this week, Adam. It's been some has been some wild stuff. It's been popping off recently. Um, obviously, we, we spoke about it on the last episode, but you heard about this um these things that have been kind of going on with the Doja Cat. Yes, bro. <laughs> yeah, these accusations. Uh, this is interesting. Some interesting stuff has has surfaced. This Is crazy. Why it seems like, it seems like
1: uh, every everybody that's releasing music is just having you know this these controversial moments, because they it's this thing that's happening with Doji Cat and uh, and we can jump back in and, and talk more about that. But then uh, the Lana Del Rey thing happened. Yeah, yeah. And then the Lana Del Rey, uh, you know Futures just been. On <laughs> future's been on a couple of a couple of uh, things, so I don't know. Yeah, they've no, all, they've like, all got music coming out.
0: Yeah, no, the the Lana Del Rey thing I actually want to talk about too. I'm glad you brought that up uh, because she like, I feel like with the stuff that's coming out about Doja Cat, she could have just taken a step back. She like is like, at the door and like won't and like won't walk away. She's like, no, I I feel like I was, I was right in how I did this, um, and then here's why people were like, wow, that's crazy. Um, like, uh, like, kind of, it, kind of, like this. This is kind of a sidestep, but it kind of reminds me. Uh, and this is actually kind of music related, but it's like the, like, I'm sure you, but you heard about the Joe Biden thing, right? It's like, bro, <laughs> yeah. it's like, bro, why can't you just shut the fuck up? Like, right. <laughs> like, why? I don't understand why you need to say some shit like that. I kind of feel like that's like, I feel like a lot of situations, like she could have just stopped and people would. Yeah, like, that was that was. Like she weird. just didn't
1: need to say anything at all.
0: Yeah, she was like, you know what? I'm gonna just pour gasoline all up on the bonus um, but how did, how did you feel about, about that or the initial post, I guess?
1: I, I thought it was pretty insulting, uh, especially considering, and I'm, I'm not, you know, like a Alana Del Rey savant or anything, but apparently, you know, previously in her career, she had come under fire for, um, I guess, what did it, is something about like glorifying, glorifying being a victim or something like that? Do you know, do you know yeah, what I'm talking no.
0: about? Yeah, 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 I looked into it as well, yeah, and so, um. It, I think it was the idea that she felt like early in her career that, that yeah she she's basically claiming in that post that she was kind of attacked for glorifying or being like weaker or like being in like submissive relationships um, things like that I don't know any of the lyrics specifically I, um, so I can't like quote them but that I think that was just a general idea and yeah. uh, and then it was interesting and so she kind of you know like you said list all these black women um and Ariana Grande and I think uh Camilla Cabela um but uh Nicki Minaj uh Kalani Kalani has not had a number one <laughs> so, which which was even weirder because it was like why like why was she even in that it just felt like she was just listing women of color for no reason at that point
1: well I think I think she was just going after uh people that had recently had you know just like projects like with, strong strong release yeah maybe. with a lot of with a lot of buzz around yeah. them.
0: yeah 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 maybe that um but uh, it, you know, it was interesting, um, and and I don't know, it was just, it was just weird that she would just target those women, because I mean, like, if her yeah. point wanted to be brought, she could have made the speech. She didn't have to mention anybody. She could have just said that, you know, I think that I was, you know, wrongfully, you know, judged for this music, um, and others are now championing that. Um, but I don't know. It just, and I it have, just and we'll
1: we'll post we'll we'll put the post up on the website. Yeah, too. So but guys, to me it was yeah. like, to me the the. The attitude behind it was, you know, now now that all the sluts have had their say, you know, can I, can I, <laughs> can I release some music? It did, yeah, basically, it did. basically Ooh, is what she said.
0: That's a strong uh, take. I. <laughs> I'll read the uh, beginning of it. Yeah, is, I could, yeah, yeah I okay.
1: So it said, now that, now that Doja Cat, Ariana, Camila, Cardi B, Kalani, and Nicki Minaj and Beyonce have had have had number ones with songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc. Can I please go back to singing about being embodied, feeling beautiful by being in love, even if the relationship is not perfect, or dancing for money uh, or whatever I want without being crucified or saying that I'm glamorizing abuse. So she yeah, so she literally yeah. basically no, said, I, Hey, yeah, now that all of I, these women <laughs> have, you know, slutted it up on the radio and gotten pretty yeah, for did, it.
0: Why did, why did the language change so strongly from what they were doing to what she was doing? Like that I think that was what was was really jarring to me. I was like, okay, like if you're on the side of these, like women, I don't know why, like, I don't, like, why, why, why does what you're doing sound like someone who is so misunderstood that you're like, you know, fucking cheating, like, <laughs> like all these, just all these, you know, being, t- like, just all these things in this, like, I don't know, different, mm-hmm. different kind of more derogatory way. Um, and I don't know, it was just, it just felt like weird. Like, I was just like, I mean, cause even if she didn't name them, I feel like it's still we would have known who she was talking about, so I, I don't know. It, it was just an interesting take to have, um, and then I feel like when she was rightfully called out, uh, it, it kind of has only gotten worse. Um, I think yeah. she's like responded like twice now. And I, the one thing that she said that really got to me was um, she said that I, you know, it's I'm I'm sorry that I didn't, you know, include people who were a hundred percent Caucasian or white? I didn't understand what she meant by that because she really only included like one white person, unless I'm I, I'm not sure about the ethnicity of Camila Cabello. But uh, Camila Cabello uh, yeah,
1: is Hispanic. I thought Yeah, it's
0: Latina. Yeah. So, um so I'm I, I feel like so I was confused because that's like a weird response, right? To be like if you like put like one ethnicity a person in a group and then someone's like calls that out and they like oh I'm sorry it wasn't all of that person. I'm like well I mean like <laughs> that's kind of the point of what we're saying though is that you you targeted like black women um with this kind of like passive aggressive letter uh and it doesn't come off as like it, it comes out as like I don't know like like how would you like is it is it is it, is it like victim is somehow making yourself the victim to, but while insulting these women at the same time right like what do you right. like, like what, what I don't even know what you call that um um, i think,
1: I think what a lot of people are saying is uh, that this kind of speaks to you know kind of the the issue around white feminism, um, and that she's kind of you know she's trying to she's trying to say that her music is um, kind of self-empowering and, and all that, but at the same time putting down um, other women of color that are you know trying to do the same thing.
0: I think that's a great point
1: and whether or not her music actually is, uh, empowering, I, I can't speak on, uh, because she's gotten a lot of backlash around her music, um, and it's music that I haven't heard, so, I don't know,
0: but, but yeah. No, dude, I think, I think that's a spot on take. Um, I think that it's exactly that, right? It's, like, this, this version of feminism that, that, like, neglects, like, women of color, and that's kind of, even if she, because even if she's claiming to not have done it intentionally, it's, Seems very clear that that has happened, right? And, and her inability to like realize that and then kind of take ownership for that, I think, is like honestly, it's my biggest like issue with it. Um, it's just weird; uh, it's a weird thing in general. Um, and then uh, who who else would you mention besides Doja Cat? I can't remember. Uh, future, 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 future. So okay, so what's been going on with that? Uh, because so- I have, because I feel like he's the, the text the the tweets are cryptic.
1: <laughs> yeah so uh so basically, future has a new kid um like his his seventh or eighth kid, or something like that um, and he's not happy about it at all, <laughs> and like I've seen really he's been all out. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the news has really been all over the place i at one point, I remember reading something that said that uh. He had this theory that she kind of intentionally impregnated herself, you know, kind of uh, without his knowledge or consent, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that somehow, you know, that she's kind of, like, trying to trap him, basically. Uh, And it's a lot of... He's been on Twitter, you know, kind of, yeah, doing all of these cryptic tweets. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) And I I screenshotted this, too. Let me read some of these. Uh, Yeah, tweets like, um, leave them ugly girls alone. Uh people make up lies to make to make they self feel good. Uh you act just like you look. Uh you crying over shoe money when you could have just asked for it relaxed. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite. You crying over shoe money.
0: You crying over shoe money. <laughs> that's yeah, so sentence. I yeah, would so love to be
1: able to use it. A, a lot of toxic stuff. You know, Future just really doesn't, <laughs> he's not happy about this kid. He doesn't <laughs> want to have to, you know, support another family. Um, you know what's cute. funny to me is that after, you know, all of this was happening, uh, a writer uh, that I follow made this article, you know, kind of ranking Future albums from, like, uh, least to most toxic. But, uh, but yeah, so it's, so that's the situation.
0: Okay, cool. Um, nice. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the thing about the future situation is that at least, I, I guess because the, the tweets are cryptic, we we don't really have too much to go off of it, right? Because it's just kind of these, been, been these many rants on Twitter he's been doing, right? Right. Exactly. And I mean, it's um, it's
1: pretty obvious, like, who he's talking about, but right. it's... Right, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. We'll get on him for making it just big enough. Uh, <laughs> um, well, cool. So, I, I guess kind of, like, bringing it all together, too, and it's so now the Doja Cat situation. Um, so this is, in my opinion, this is slightly complex, because I feel like there's a lot of things happening, uh, at once, and, uh, I don't know, they're they're definitely interesting, I definitely have an opinion, um, but, uh, what, like, what do you think about this whole situation? So, uh, those who are unaware, um, Doja Cat had some information, uh, that come out about her, people are essentially claiming that she... You know, kind of used to go into chat rooms and as recently as a year ago, maybe even, you know, a month or two ago, um, go into these chat rooms that uh, were frequented or kind of filled with like racist people, Nazis, um, and she would kind of banter along with them in an anti-black narrative. Uh, people believe that she would strip for these people, um, that she would say derogatory things about herself. Uh, that's what people are assuming or believing kind of. Happened based off of evidence that someone presented. We'll kind of get into that, Um, and then also this in conjunction with the fact that she put out a song in twenty fifteen that was titled "Didn't Do Nothing," which is a um, a racial slur. uh, In like, um, I think that was like popularized around the the passing of Mike Brown. So, just to kind of get everybody up to speed. So, like, what what did you think about that, man? Was there any like, is that how you perceive things that have happened? Do you have a different kind of take or opinion on that?
1: Yeah, that's that's more or less uh, what I got from it. Okay. No, did you watch any of those videos? Uh, so I, did, I can only find one. Um, I saw that I,
0: there, were, there were about three of them, I think, that are that are going around. Okay, interesting. So that would be great three. if you've seen the other two. Um, so cause maybe you can kind of expand on my opinion. Cause, so the one I saw, um, she was definitely very out of it uh drunk or on something. Um I the video was cropped in so I couldn't see everybody who was in this chat room. Um but it did sound like they were having like a separate conversation. Um and uh and then like Doja Cat herself said something about fascism. Um and then she said, uh, suck my dick, nigger Um and and I don't know, just some other stuff I and mean, it was kind of Rolling around her bed a bunch, Um, it did look very, very weird. At least whatever was happening, Uh, but that was really all I got from it. And then of course I've I've seen like I went and saw the song uh, that's on YouTube I think, Uh, Hmm. and then I like read the lyrics. So I kind of like scanned the lyrics over to see like what she was even saying in the song. Um, But what what did the other two videos
1: show? Um, I didn't I didn't listen to the song, and I'm not sure. I didn't watch all of the videos, and I'm not sure if the one I saw was the same as the one that you're talking about. The one I saw, uh, she did say it was like Suck my dick and call me nigger is what she said.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: But yeah, uh from from what I got from just all of the, the commentary around it is that yeah, it's a lot of, you know, like self derogatory stuff and like encouraging people to call her nigger and like, you know, stripping for for these like alt right groups and And apparently like she's been involved with these groups since like 2012 and yeah like you said as recently as like a month ago or uh i've seen some accounts saying like a week ago yeah um it's a very it's a very strange situation um i've seen i've seen people saying that uh they knew people that were involved in these groups uh and that those people are saying that a lot of the times she was you know either like high or drunk in these chat rooms uh doing these things i've seen people trying to explain it as like a kink you know like these uh kind of you know like people that that like being degraded mm-hmm. um i don't know it's it's
0: it's tough to make heads or tails of that's that's actually i think i think a, a very true statement it's tough to make heads or tails of um i'm not like committed Uh, I think one way or the other, like, at least with, because, so, so to me it does seem very much like a self-hate thing. Um, Mm. And, uh, which is weird. Um, And it's like, you know, it's, it's something that you should like get help with. Um, But then two, it's, you know, like that type of behavior can be damaging to, that's, that's, that's type, that's a type of behavior, type of behavior that I think, Black people could see potentially as damaging to other black people right um and so it's not something that should be like uplifted or like heralded in my opinion. so like no one should be going you know like you know good on her for for being that way, you know you all are are, are picking on you know her for 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 doing this or acting this way. so when I think about it like that, it's it's something that like I don't want to because she you know she it was her you know it's herself, she's not like involving other people, but it feels at that level of degradation that. I am uncomfortable with, Um, and that's what I like.
1: Encouraging. I feel like uh, there's definitely no, you know, larger discourse about you know race relations going on in these in these chat rooms. So these people are potentially walking away with you know a view of of black people like, hey, it's okay to you know degrade black people this way because this girl likes it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. This girl's okay with it and i think too that um i feel the exact same way about that song so like that song so did you read her apology on instagram no okay um so she apologized on instagram um but in fact actually hold on okay here we go all right so um she posted this on instagram which is an interesting place because she got most of the heat on twitter um and you know obviously so the comments were disabled on this post um so it really wasn't a discussion post kind of just trying to put out something to, you know, have an apology out there, which is, you know, pretty understandable. Not a lot of apology posts have, I guess, comments on. Um, And so, but this is the uh, post. It says, I want to address what's been happening on Twitter. Um, I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have been on some of those chat room sites, uh, but I personally have never been involved in any racist conversations. I'm sorry to everyone that I've offended. Uh, I'm a black woman. Half of my family is black from South Africa, and I'm very proud of where I come from. As for the old song that's resurfaced, it was in no way tied to anything outside of my own personal experience. It was uh, it was written in response to people who often use that term to hurt me. I made an attempt to flip its meaning, but recognized that it was a bad decision to use the term in my music. I understand my influence and impact, and I'm uh, taking this all very seriously. I love you all, and I'm sorry for upsetting or hurting any of you. That's not my character, and I'm determined to show that to everybody moving forward. Thank you. So this apology to me, it's interesting because it's um, I don't know if you have any like immediate opinions about it, but it kind of like apologizes for everything, but then denies it at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah, so the part it's about, uh, not being and, involved in any. Racist conversations. conversations.
0: Yeah, doesn't seem true because because it seems like she was in these chat rooms, degrading herself, and people who are racist or whatever were obviously you know in these like in these rooms as well. There was some type of back and forth that was exchanged, um, and that's and that's probably what what it is and what it was, and, and that and that probably itself could be linked to some type of like mental illness or just self hate complex or. Or something deeper Um, and and it does beg questions because it makes people think oh you know how does she feel about uh, people of color in general who are supporting her like does she have some type of like higher opinion like of this Um, and and, you know it's crazy there's like there's been a couple of um, I don't know if you heard about this but Summer Walker actually has been getting a lot of heat for being xenophobic against um, uh, East Asian people Mm -hmm. and I said a lot of like offensive stuff about that and so like you know um, these these uh, you know these these kind of stars having these, especially these, these people of color who have these kind of you know, racial, trend I, or this racial like aggressions or, or, this kind of aggressive mindset I think can be, offensive, because you know it's for people who have experienced that kind of stuff all the time I feel like we have a pretty hyper like awareness of it, and so these things can come across as very I don't know it, it just sucks it's not like you don't want to see the people that you supported. And kind of get to the top, like have these mindsets um and so it can be kind of tough uh, and so I don't know um I feel like like as far as and I guess the, the bigger conversation here is like of like cancel culture and like what like like how do you feel as far as like when it comes to supporting an artist um, and then if they do something that you find you know to be uh appalling or or something that you just don't support even um like obviously, like this Doja Cat situation. Like, how does how do you how does that affect your ability to support them musically um, or in their music career? Hmm.
1: Well, I feel like personally, I feel like cancel culture, as you know, like on a on a larger scale, isn't very um, isn't a very healthy you know movement because a lot of the times it's a mob mentality sort of thing. And people will like I, I've I've seen I've seen a lot of uh, instances where, you know, somebody somebody will get like canceled and people people are on Twitter, you know, like going along with it that don't even know what happened. You know, it's like, oh, somebody got canceled. I wonder what what happened, you know, like they're accepting that this person is canceled, but they don't have any of the, the information themselves. So they're kind of spreading that this person is canceled without knowing the details of the thing. And then oftentimes, or not oftentimes, but like sometimes the reason that this person is canceled is because of a misunderstanding, you know, and then everybody has to, you know, like, you know, flip back and be like, oh, never mind, they're not canceled. You know, this person is uncanceled, you know, like that kind of thing. So it's, it's, it's really yeah. like, like like going back to, like I said, the mob mentality, you know, just kind of like witch trials. And even, even when it is something that this person, you know, has actually done, Um, A lot of the times it's, like, something that somebody, you know, went back, like, way, you know, like, 10, 15 years to find. Um, And it's, you know, like, somebody gets canceled for, you know, doing something that, you know, they don't do anymore. You know, they're not that person anymore. Like, that they've already, you know, learned and grown from. That they have to now, you know, go back and rehash, uh, you know, kind of publicly something that they've already... Solved I guess if that makes sense.
0: No, yeah, I, I understand. Um, I think I think for me personally uh, It so because I so I, I agree with like most of what you're saying I think that my my difference would probably be I don't so I don't really mind if people get Like shit gets pulled up from the past. I think mm-hmm. that's 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 the reality, you know No one's perfect shit's gonna get pulled up from the past. I personally and this is a, a personal opinion I don't like when people deflect I would like people to own things. I think through owning things, I could believe in your growth. Like right. people who are recovering alcoholics, like they admit that they were alcoholics. Like imagine if alcoholics were like, I've never, I've never been an alcohol, but like you gotta hate me. It's like no, but like, I'm not really an alcohol. Well, like I'm not an alcoholic, and it's like that's that's kind of the problem for me. Like when when, when um, because cancel culture obviously extends beyond music. And they can go to like lots of places you know and like when you're talking about like i think of like when i hear things like you say like yeah things they did like years ago i think of like blackface like 10 years ago or like um or like they said the n-word when they were 15 now, like, 25 uh like stuff like that um or they like said something like anti-black um which i think that's actually you know, it's crazy I, I don't like both of those situations but like i think the anti-black stuff like, like definitely like stings me more um because which is which is crazy because i think i'm Also very hurt because when I think of a person who's not like black saying the word, um, I think of, you know, someone who, excuse me, someone who doesn't really care a lot about like black issues or they don't care about like like black empathy or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, but when I hear someone say something anti-black, it's like I feel like I know it now. Like like so it's like it's not just like an implication. Like I'm not just thinking because a part of me could maybe think like well maybe they were just like singing the song and they were being like insensitive and they were thinking like. How I could like take that implication, but like a person who says something like, "Oh yeah, like you're dark skin, so you're burnt," or something like that. Like when I say, if I see something like that from years ago, it actually still bothers me. But I think like what I would want. So I don't really believe in cancel culture, except up to the point because I think that I think that people anyone can be redeemed for almost anything. There's certainly things like R. Kelly and shit like that that I don't think you can necessarily be redeemed from as far as like being like a good like I won't see you as a good person again. We can get into like. Well, and, I, and I want to get into, like, to what extent do people get canceled? So, like, do you, like, stop enjoying their music or whatever? Mm-hmm. But, um, but I do think most of the things that people get canceled for, they can be redeemed um, through an understanding of what they did. Um, and I don't think it would be that hard to write. But maybe, I mean, I'm not a publicist, so I don't, like, maybe there's a clear reason why you shouldn't do it this way. But in my opinion, if you said like the inward or some shit you'd be like, Yeah, that was really racist. I grew up in a really racist town and I like was right. affected by like where I grew up and so I shared those beliefs. And then I broadened my horizons, I realized like the people around me were more than these things that I had like kind of like been dehumanizing them to be and I like under and I understand now how ignorant that was of me. And and then actually like make some change to so, like do something like to like like, change that situation, like, be like, right. you know, and to show this, I'm going to donate money to this, and I'm going to, like, like, be an active part and be a voice of it, kind of like how, um, which is crazy, but how Michael Vick had to come back after he, like, killed those dogs, like, he right. had to really come back and, like, be, like, a, a support for, like, animal <laughs> places and things like that, like, he had to, like, be like, yeah, like, that was bad, and now I'm going to try to do, like, the opposite amount of, of damage in the opposite direction, at least, like, that to me, like, a sincere, and that seems easy to me. Like I like that seems like like I feel like I wouldn't even really believe that I'd be like oh that was just like a well written response but then I would be like yeah oh, a lot what? of people are saying that are saying what saying like, what
1: that is that is kind of like just for for his image like he doesn't really exactly
0: exactly but care. but yeah. i but I mean like that at least I'm like okay like they it's I mean you you're actually doing stuff and like it you know what I mean like you can you can make an argument that well some things are better now because he's doing that like don't just like say one thing. Um, and I mean, there are extents to that. Like, I really didn't like Six Nine trying to donate that money to the kids thing. Like, you can't. Like, that's that's one of those irredeemable things. Like, I would wish you would just like <laughs> we would stop talking about that. Um, and about was, what? About his like alleged like or not even alleged. Like, I think his um, like Six Nine's like uh, sexual or sexual offense because he had sex with that like underage girl. Yeah. Like him trying to like donate money to that like to the children's <laughs> that children's organization. I feel like that's a weird way, and that doesn't work that way. That's not the cancellation I'm talking about. I mean, like, right. if like, like if you say something racist or do something offensive, like, like you know, like donate money to like police reform or like donate to like things systems that like can stop like systematic like racism, and then like talk about like how like viewing these places has like changed your opinion, like because now you yeah. like can understand like the difference now, like truly. Apologize. And I think the
1: I think the talking part is even more important than yeah. the you know. Oh no, yeah. Because definitely. you can't you have to act, actively show that you understand why those things yeah, were why they were bad.
0: Yeah. And um and like uh and I don't know, like I I hate to like cuz cause, cause I don't really know if I've even forgiven And and, and so I think and to kind of get back to cancel culture. That's kind of where my line is. And I think that everyone has a different personal line. So like mm-hmm. everybody has something something that they qualify and they agree with as like I think like this is fine. Um, and I think that it's. I think it's everyone's right to have a line. I think it's everyone's right to maybe even be upset by someone else's line, right? Um, and have that. And yeah, I, I
1: do up. agree that uh, despite what I said, I do agree that there there are points where you know someone should be canceled. Like there, I I saw some something popped up on my Twitter feed. I didn't know who this person was, but it's like a model that apparently has, you know, like twenty one rape allegations against him. No, like at that point, like I feel like you, definitely shouldn't be allowed to you know represent any you know any any brands at that point you know like you you shouldn't model anymore
0: yeah no no, i mean i mean yeah you should probably be in jail uh but but um but but yeah i just mean you know i think everyone's got a different line like for example like uh you know like for for me personally i'm not trying to support r kelly some people have a deeper connection with r kelly and they feel like it would be robbing them to take away that music some people feel something about michael jackson um, like, I'm not here to get into an argument with you about, you know, right and wrong, especially something that's as deep as that. I don't want to argue about that. Like, I have a very strong opinion, um, and, you know, that's going to be me. If I have control of the situation, we probably won't be hearing that music. Um, if you have control of the situation, I'm not going to try to, like, attack you at your barbecue party. I'm just going to walk away. Um, and, you know, we may talk about it later if we're, like, sitting outside and I not having to, you know, have something to say, but I, I, I try not to to force these lines on other people, these, like, moral... Because at that point, it's kind of like we're trying to out, like, moral each other. Um, because none of us are really doing it. You know what I mean? Like, the conversation right. kind of gets... It, it's kind of like what you... It gets to what you're talking about where people were just canceling people for any reason or whatever reason because they... It's kind of like a social trend. It's like, oh, so yeah. bad. Okay, like, they're exactly. bad. Then they're bad. And it's like, no, like, this is probably a little bit more nuanced than that, right? Like, so, like, let's talk about, like... Like, how do we feel when somebody we have let into our lives musically, um, into our hearts, like, as, like, someone that we, like, look up to because they're famous and they can sing well and they represent these things that we appreciate. They've done really bad things, right? Things that that go in direct conflict with this other part of us. How do we source those feelings out? Like, like how, how right. are we going to make this okay? Some people need to cut contact, and, and, that, and I completely respect that. And they need to do it over different things. Like... um, I, I I think Daniel Caesar had that conflict that came out um, when he was kind of supporting someone who was doing anti-blackness. Remember, I told you that's like some a, a big thing that I'm against. So like I haven't like listened to Daniel Caesar albums since then. Um, and I had friends who were like bro, but the music is so good. I love Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar has like a really good voice. Um, and it, it but it's not because in my brain it's not because I've canceled Daniel Caesar. It's just because when I like think about listening to the music, I think about that. And I'm waiting for a time when that doesn't happen. I think if I like saw like a really good apology or if I saw some kind of really good like, you know, thought piece from him or some kind of vocal piece on it, then like that would be attached to that memory. And then maybe I wouldn't feel that way when I think about listening to his music. So in my brain it's not like, oh, I've got some kind of book where I'm opening and people are cancelled and they're not cancelled. But the reality is is that if I think about you and then I think about <laughs> this thing that you did and it like is enough to make me go, like, yeah, like I don't know. I probably won't be listening to your music until that stops happening, you know? Right. This thing. Um, and, and, like, and that's, that's an even a bigger part about it that, that we didn't even get into. It never works. C- cancel culture never works. A lot of these people that we're naming, people still support them and listen to them. And the same people who claim to have canceled them will listen to them. Um, I know people, uh, I mean, I mean, damn, I personally didn't feel great about what Billy Allen just said. And I catch myself humming that shit all the time. I have to, I have to I be like, no, stop it. Oh, uh, and that's and that sounds silly sometimes because you're like, why am I stopping myself from humming? I clearly like this. Like what? So it is weird. It's it's a weird thing, um, which is why you want to have a more nuanced opinion about it. I think because when someone says, well, why why have you like why don't you listen to someone? So you want to have like you know, be like, well, personally, I didn't feel good about this, um, and I didn't feel good about the response to it. Uh, so because of that it just makes me uncomfortable and so I'd rather not in my free time listen to that music because there's so many musicians there's so many artists, TV shows um, authors, books you could read there's so many different things um, that you don't have to listen to a person that makes you feel uncomfortable in some way but you also reserve the right to if you feel like you're missing out on something that uh, is, is incredible I guess I don't know some people really like Chris Brown's music I don't really listen to it a lot um, some people like heavily support that I think I have my reasons for not listening to it. And I feel, feel fine about that. Um, you know? I think everyone, everyone's got their own personal line. Uh, I think respecting that is important. All right, now it's time to get into our album review. And this episode. <laughs> hell yeah. This episode, we are reviewing Kalani. It was good until it wasn't. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> um, I, you know, just initial thoughts, man. Do you, you know, did you like this album? What'd you think? Have you ever listened to a Kalani album before?
1: Um, I haven't. This, in fact, I don't. I don't think I've ever heard any Kalani music at all before. Before this album. Oh um, wow! Yeah, and like I've heard, I I have a few friends that are that are pretty into Kalani. I think you're you're actually pretty into Kalani, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I listen to all of her projects for sure. <laughs> I ain't got. I mean, I ain't got no memorabilia. Yeah, mentor. You, know? you know, I just have. You know, I ain't her got. Entire life I ain't got no memorized. tattoos and nothing. I ain't been to a show. Uh, no, nah, yeah, I would say I'm saying I'm pretty big fan. I've been a fan um, since uh, since Sexy Sweet Savage, or Sweet okay. Sexy Savage, um, and uh, but that was the first time that I kind of became a, like a fan of her. I kind of got into her through a, kind of like a crazy, like when people talk about publicity stunts or. Like things that happen in the media that some, that seem like they were set up. This is like a tragic situation, but I do admit that like sometimes that stuff kind of it kind of introduces you to people that you wouldn't have like looked into, mm-hmm. otherwise. Um, she was dating uh, basketball player Kyrie Irving at the time. And I think this was right as they were about to win the chip. This is like in twenty fifteen or like around that time. Maybe even the the next year, I'm not even sure. But it was around the time when he was like an NBA champion. So like Kyrie Irving had the biggest buzz he could have possibly had. Like right before he like started talking about the Earth being flat and shit. Um and then uh and there was just some kind of scandal with between her, him and the party next door, um, mm-hmm. and she kind of like had people attacking her, she had a hospital scare and it was like, during I was like, this is a crazy story because I think I saw about it. Actually, no, you
1: yeah, know what? I remember when all of that was
0: happening. No, do you remember what? It, no, you know what it was? This is crazy. This is crazy because I, I remember this. You were the the reason why I saw this because I saw it through her Snapchat because I randomly decided to follow her. That's what made it even crazier was that I was like, I like saw her dating Kyrie Irving. I was like, oh shit, that's Kyrie Irving. And then like, I saw like her like being in the hospital. And then like. You know, her talking about it, like, online, and like, all this stuff. And that's, like, and it was, like, right before that, I think she, like, cut her hair slightly, too, after that. And that was, like, the, the album work on uh, Sweet Sexy Savage. But you told me to go and follow Kalani because I said that I was doing some type of, like, cleanse or something. Uh... Oh, I think I was like gonna stop drinking or something for a while, um, and I actually know what it was, but don't bring it up. Uh, and uh, and then you told me you were like, oh, you should go follow Kalani. I think she's she's like this artist, and she's doing like a juice cleanse or something. So maybe that would give you the same energy. Do you, you remember that? Hmm.
1: That doesn't sound like something I would do.
0: That's what you said though, bro. It was you. <laughs> you told me to go and to go and follow her Snapchat.
1: That's interesting because I don't think I follow her Snapchat. I don't I even have Snapchat anymore, so
0: I'm I... I'm not sure. That, that But it, it, it clicked <laughs> Because I was like Yeah someone Because I, I didn't listen to her Or music or anything And like I just followed her That's crazy to me That's insane That this is that This is this this is full circle We've come full circle <laughs> <laughs> You created A Kalani fan Did not listen to Any of her music <laughs> And then I You like You sent me on, I, I <laughs> I'm the part of you That was supposed to Listen to Kalani That you you, <laughs> you gave that to me I fulfilled the mission And now I'm here I'm here with the results um but yeah so what did you think about the album though did you like it
1: yeah so overall i thought it was a it was a pretty nice album um i it overall had this you know kind of uh, minimalistic kind of heavy bass heavy uh production you know lots of layered vocals um i thought it had a strong start strong finish um i thought the middle three songs were kind of kind of lacking like it kind of dipped off uh in the middle but then it came back you know Uh, overall I I enjoyed it a lot
0: nice nice that's it's definitely an interesting opinion um solid R&B
1: project yeah
0: exactly yeah so this is a solid R&B project um so I think that's why so I'm a like like you know like what I just discussed I'm relatively you know I'm relatively into Kalani I like her music I think she sounds really well I really like her voice that's a big reason why I'm such a fan um and I think her uh her songs are typically tight like I don't they never they they don't ever they, they never really feel corny or are too played out. I think she's very talented in making melodies, um, as well as like lyrically, kind of um, you know, at least at least having catchy and c- clever lines. Um, so like that's kind of why I support and follow her. Um, and I feel like a lot of times she has like choruses that are really nice and they grab me. Um, and so, Sweet Sexy Savage is probably my favorite project. There's a project that came out after that. Uh, let me see. I'm not sure exactly what the title of that is. Let me grab that real quick. Um, but it had about nine tracks on it, um, and I actually really liked the song off of that, uh, it was like her and, um, Ty Dolla, Ty Dolla Sign, it. it's, oh yeah, the album's called While We Wait, and the track with her and Ty Dollar Sign is, um, Nights Like This, very, very mm-hmm. good song, and, uh, but it was, you know, it was nine tracks, 30 minutes, kind of short, this one's got a little bit more girth to it, it feels like a proper follow-up, uh, to Sweet Sexy Savage, it's got like the, you know, it's still only 39 minutes, but the amount of songs feels like more content. Um, one thing I will say okay. I noticed about the album uh, was that, in fact, er, it, it's interesting. So you brought you brought up the production. I actually want to talk about that because that was my biggest takeaway from this album. I think this is a great album. This album did uh, it was her most successful album ever. So monetarily, uh, fa- obviously, her fans mm-hmm. believe that you know there's growth there. Um, for me personally, it feels like par for the course, which isn't bad because I've liked her mm-hmm. since the beginning. So I think she's like kind of maintain that that like level uh she hasn't definitely dipped off or fallen off in my opinion but i think that like i think on this album i feel like her voice carries this album um i don't i don't think the production adds that much to her and i think that's a uh um uh like wasted potential because i think that like oh really better production would only like i think there could, there could be more interesting things that she could be singing over and like like I, I thought i thought to myself as i was going through this i was like man i'm, I'm really bored with these drums like it's the same drums on so many of the songs mm-hmm. um and i know that like they're going for that big basic r&b thing and i like her in that r&b style i really do but i'm like i so one of my favorite songs by kalani is a single she put out called honey uh and honey is basically just over a, uh, an acoustic guitar. Sounds really really nice, but her voice she has that kind of talent where she can sing over other types of like beats and it like sounds really good. She has a very like sweet like sultry voice, um, and uh, maybe not sultry is not the word, but uh, just a very nice like smooth voice. And uh, and I feel like there's just more that could have been done, production-wise. There's moments where the production does I think lend itself to her. Mm-hmm. And I always love those moments, like because it it like allows her to take like a back like a back seat for a second. She doesn't have to be like hitting like, you know, like the the crazy runs. Cause and that's another thing. She's pretty vocally talented, which is why I think it was easy for me to like become a fan because. I feel like there's so many things that like for me I appreciate talent. So like I appreciate when people like do things I'm like that's that's hard to do. Like and you're right. doing it well and it sounds good. So I think like the way she sings, it doesn't come off to me like someone who just got lucky, like this I was like this girl has like talent. She can like she can sing, she like has clearly like trained in that. Um, she's like worked at this, she continues to work at it. Um so I can tell that the effort is being put in. So when I say part for the course, like it is still the music is definitely getting better. Like mm-hmm. I think there's lots of ways that you can see the growth from this project, from like Sweet Sexy Savage. She had a project before that I didn't listen to it. Um, so there's going to be some super fans who are, who are probably going to be like, I don't even know the full story. Um, but uh, but like I feel like she is kind of really, I know that she likes R&B. That's like where she feels strongest at. I think some of the songs on Sweet Sexy Savage were a little bit more popular. This feels like like she really like nailed the r&b thing so i i feel like she's putting out music she wants to put out at least i would hope so um because it feels like this is like a lane that she feels strong in um but i just think that i think that she could do i i think there could be a more adventurous album like i i think because this is like a in my opinion a very like run-of-the-mill r&b album uh yeah
1: i i do agree it's kind of um as far as r&b albums go i wouldn't say it's you know any you know it's not like the pinnacle of R and B, but it's not like it's a it's a solid album, but it's not outstanding in its
0: field. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Because and and so um, it, it's funny. Did did you read the um like did you have like a a blurb on Spotify, um uh? Cause you listen on Spotify, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you read like the blurb, the album blurb, or whatever they posted? No. Oh, okay. So I um I did, and it was funny because a couple things they said. They said that this album was so many things before it was this album. And I was like, that's not hard to believe, because it, it like, the album, I think, it, it's funny, they they were talking about it, um, and they, and it was funny because they, it was, like, written with, like, COVID in mind, which was interesting, because I was like, why would you do that? Um, and they were like, you know, this music is going to be, like, you know, it comes at such an interesting time, um, and, like, they were almost spinning, like, the narrative to be, like, imp- like, kind of representative of COVID, of, like, feelings of wanting to be but, like not being able to because of like being quarantined which was mm-hmm. just which was i don't know it was just weird and interesting to me because i was like well she clearly didn't write that with that in mind so like it, but i guess they're trying to like it's like they were trying to build the narrative that's why it was like i told you it was like, quite long um and i and i listened to this album three times so like i like i listened to it once all the way through and i jumped around and i listened to it again um after i like, read everything tried to take as much context as possible um There's not really like a strong narrative. the The title was kind of like it was good until I don't know. I disagree with that. So you think there's a strong narrative? Yeah, and I I kind of.
1: And actually, going back to uh, going back to what you said about the production, I kind of disagree for the same reason. Okay, Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like the album as a whole is kind of a a um, an introspective album for her. Mm -hmm. Like she, you know, she's looking back at all of these relationships in her life and being like, oh man, this is, you know, this is how, this is how I am in relationships, you know, this is my, you know, like each, I feel like for each song, like she, there's a very clear, at least to her, a very clear um, person that she's talking about, or moment in her life that she's talking about, and I feel like, um, one, the, the kind of minimalistic production kind of emphasizes that, like you were saying that there, there's not much going on, and I think, they did that on purpose because it kind of forces you to listen to the words that she's saying. Like you can't you can't listen to the song and not hear the words that she's saying because there's there's almost nothing else besides her voice and what and what she's saying. So it's kind yeah. of like it kind of puts you in a place like you're almost you're almost in her own head with her as she's, you know, thinking about these things. Yeah. And, and it's it kind like, of it's- like there isn't a well, go
0: ahead. Oh no! I was gonna say it's funny you bring that up because that's that was one of the things they wrote in the um, in like that blurb was that like they were like this album's gonna like transport you even though it's only in your own head to like another place. Um, yeah, you kind of reference her head. No, so when I say the production, I, what I don't mean is that I want more things happening, like bigger production. I mean mm-hmm. varied, more varied types of production. Like on that song, I was mentioning, that honey thing. It's just her and that acoustic guitar. So the her, their voice is doing oh, the same okay. thing where it's carrying, but like. I like hearing her layered things because like that like change is like interesting enough for me to like take a step back I guess because I felt like there were times when because it's like the production is very similar um and, and in my opinion not very like it's like it's good I don't want to like say it's bad but like it, it my my brain when I hear it I'm like man like I'm like man she's like because she's like killing it like vocally in my opinion like the entire album mm-hmm. um and I'm just like, like, I, I had this thought. I had this thought. I was like, if this album came out 10 years ago, would it be any different? And I, I think it would. It's I like, think it would. Yeah, so, like, like, I, I, well, I guess, I, from like, and not even, like, would it be different, but, I mean, like, if I heard it today and you told me that it was 10 years ago, would I, like, be, like, shocked about that? Like, would I be shocked that, because the sounds, they all sound like sounds I've heard before they I mean it just sound, it sounds like an R&B album like and when you when you talk about like the the narrative in songs I 100% agree with you that like yeah these songs are definitely personal moments in her life Um but it feels like or it felt like to me that and and that's fine but that that seems to me like run of the mill R&B though It's kind of what I meant like that's okay like, yeah yeah like uh, but because you're right they're, they're definitely like they have narrative like she's like there's stories that are happening within the songs and some of them are quite interesting like Bad News like the idea of like Wanting someone to like essentially like leave the streets, um, for you the ability you know like change somebody, um, like you know like hate the club. I thought the narrative in that was quite like interesting. I love when people kind of like make stories in their songs. So like these are not like bad songs. Like but like when I think of like these bigger because like, and I think Lin is really talented. I guess like if I was gonna compare her to people that I think like levels she could get to. When I'm talking about like a narrative in an album, like I'm talking about like Frank Ocean's like Blonde or like Lemonade. But just these these albums that that have like this like strong narrative and uh, kind of like, like
1: literal narratives in in each song like we were here we did this then we did this like point A to he, he B type kinda, of
0: kind of blonde doesn't really I don't know what I was I say blonde doesn't blonde kind of has things like that like markers um, but uh, but just a kind of like a like a bigger like fleshed out thing I is kind of what really what I mean because it doesn't even need to be like you know cookie cutter or like those albums. But I just want to hear an album that, like, I'm like, the album started here, and then it went all the way here, and it felt like it was in a different place. Like, okay. she yeah, kind of took I, me, she I kind see of what you me mean by that. Yeah.
1: And she has that like, talent. like, each song is kind of... It is more like being, you know, just in a pool rather than a river.
0: Exactly, exactly. I want it to kind of be like this cohesive experience of like a project. Because I think she's that good. Like this, and these albums are like this. Like, I mean, like the Dooley album's album was kind of like this. Where we talked about how like it was, you know, it's pop songs. so They're all together. Like this feels kind of like an R&B version of it, like the R&B songs. Like they're like all together. Like they've got different things they're doing. Um, they're cohesive in the nature that the production is like someone on some of them. Mm-hmm. um but it's not like central to like this like story or like ongoing theme or this like experience that um Kalani was cultivating and that and to be fair when people make albums like this they're 100% aware of that they're like wanting to give you like a bunch of different like stories and ideas yeah, and, like, yeah I things. don't
1: I don't count that against this album at all no 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 yeah it's,
0: it's not it's not even something I'm counting against it because I like it wouldn't go in my review of the album I just think that you just I, think it would have been cool if yeah, and and it's what I want next. It's I'm gonna keep hoping for it. Like that's just the reality. Like as a fan, like that's like what I want because I feel like I, she can get deeper, like she can get like more vulnerable, um, and I think she can tell. Like she's telling these mini stories. I think she can tell a bigger one. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, she's she's still like pretty young. I think it's kind of younger than us. Is she? Do you know how old she is? Um, let me see. Uh, she's
1: she's twenty four, I believe. Yeah, twenty four, so, twenty
0: five. Yeah, so I mean, like I. You know, there's nothing but time for her to write, for her to write that album. But I think it, I think it will be really solid. Um, because I think she's like that talented, and uh, and like some of the moments I would say, like when the production, like, um, so I I wrote it down too. So I'm gonna pull it up because this was like pretty important <laughs> to me. Um, there's a part in Serial um, Lover and uh, pa- and the Passion Open song,
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: think even in Can You Blame Me, where like the production has like a brief switch up. And she kind of takes, like, a different toll on how she's singing. And I think it's so it, it's so cool. It's, like, so cool when it happens. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish it would happen more. Like, I think it's Sincere Lover when she says, um, uh, she starts singing, I got bodies I'm going to take to the grave. Girls I want to give my last name. The, like, the, the production changed up slightly. and I was like, oh, yeah, see, that's dope. What,
1: what was interesting to me about it, because um, I, I, I was looking through some of the liner notes, but the majority of um the people that worked on this album the the producers and the writers and um and even the mix and master engineers um are majority hip hop so there's more like they they have worked with as i as i was looking through these like some of the some of the r&b um uh kind of kind of acts that that are associated with these names are people like um you know Jada Kiss uh you see Rihanna, you know, Lana Del Rey. well she's not R and B, but you know, like the, the, the singers. Um, you see Ed Sheeran, um but but a lot of these people work with more hip hop artists than they do non hip hop artists, which I thought was interesting.
0: Yeah. I feel like I mean Kalani's definitely like associated herself with hip hop acts before, so yeah. that's it's interesting, um, that a lot of the team would be more associated with them as well. Um, but yeah, it it just you know it just felt I mean it felt like that um, and like I said I don't want to say production is bad I just I think that because I've heard her on varied tracks like in the past I would have liked even more just different styles of sounds um, but once again like when, some people, when people make an album they have like an intention and I said earlier I I believe that Kalani really likes R and B music I've seen it's like if I had to guess a lot of her influences are old like R and B artists so. Mm-hmm. I and because that, that's what I hear, so I kind of like, and that's like why you're like, in my opinion, if you like like Kalani, you probably do like older R and B, um, and like, you know, when I think about like that style, uh, you know, she, it's, she's pretty solid. You know, she's putting out music consistently, and she's like, in my opinion, had that style. Like that was the first thing that I liked about her I was like, oh, this this reminds me of music I used to listen to like a while ago. She sounds like really good, like right now.
1: Yeah, one of the songs, um, "Change Your Life." Yeah, that song uh, that reminded me of that that song uh don't listen to what people say you know what i'm talking about the, don't. they don't know
0: they oh yeah, yeah they
1: yeah, yeah. don't yeah. know about yeah. something i don't i don't know the words but that song it, it no, reminded yeah. me of that song
0: yeah that, that song actually had a very old style vibe what's funny um it's funny actually so did you have any songs on this that you didn't like because i really didn't um there's I, I i think i found water interesting when i first heard it but then like the second listen or whatever, I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I, I like what they're doing on this song. Uh,
1: um, so there was nothing. There's nothing that I actively disliked, but kind of like what I was saying before, the the middle, kind of got, a little bit uh, tedious for me. So when like, you say once, once it gets around, middle. um,
0: yeah,
1: serial lover, uh, f f and m u or you know fucking makeup, and then. Can you blame me? I liked can you blame me, yeah, can but you it was blame kind of me. kind of in that group of like it's it, it started getting less interesting,
0: okay, interesting,
1: and then it picked it picked back up after that, like it was kind of the melodies the melodies for those first two that I said were just boring to me, you know like I those those are songs that i I stopped actively listening
0: that's that's interesting. To so the song. i um... it
1: didn't it didn't make me want to skip, but it was like you know. I, It wasn't that great
0: i um that's funny because serial lover is definitely one of my favorite songs so (laughs) yeah which i find interesting uh yeah it's i've got it on my list of faves uh my faves are everybody's business hate the club serial lover um i actually like the the first track too um and then can i afterwards can i feels like a single i feel like number two songs are often singles uh (laughs) that one
1: apparently uh Sampled uh, An Aaliyah song
0: Oh Of course Classic R.I.P Or um, interpolated
1: I guess
0: Ooh interpolated Big words <laughs> Trying to lead the hood bro Nah, nah. <laughs> uh, But uh, What you call it uh, Yeah Can You Blame is okay yeah, I knew you weren't gonna like Fucking make up Because <laughs>
1: And it's not even about It's not even about The message this time It was was just the melody I didn't like the melody
0: Adam hates songs When girls Are in bad relationships (laughs) (laughs) And they're not Actively doing anything To change their situations But have sex He's against it I'm here for you ladies I'm here for you To to fucking make up (laughs) Um, But uh, but yeah I I, honestly Didn't even mind that song Um, That was a bad message though (laughs) Yeah
1: Um, She's like, I'm gonna say some shit that'll make you
0: mad, so you can fuck <laughs> me good. That's true. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, I think yeah. my my
1: favorite yeah. one was um, was either grieving. I liked I like grieving a lot, minus the James Blake part.
0: I was about to say that, bro. I was like, how do you think? The, how, so how the fe- how do you how do you feel about the features on this album? Because, um Go with the sax was flawless for me. Uh, That was
1: underwhelming to me. I wish he was more involved in that song.
0: It was funny because we talked about it before we listened to it. And I was expecting that. But then you said he mainly does saxophone stuff. And I was like, oh, when I heard it, I was like, oh, he mainly does saxophone stuff. And then, like... And then I feel like you had the expectation of like wanting to hear a minute, um, but I feel like you reduced that for me because I totally relate to that. I would have liked to hear him in it as well, but I was okay with it. I think the reason why I was okay with this because I don't really like the features on this album. I think Tory Lanez is fine. I like Tory Lanez and Can I? Mm-hmm. Um, who, whoever's backing her on Toxic also was fine. They didn't give credit to that person. I
1: don't think that one was really a feature.
0: No, no, no. But it, I, I liked, I liked it enough to bring it up. Like the backing vocals on that, I thought were dope. Um... Janae, I yeah, I J- 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 thought
1: uh, I, uh, Lucky Day wasn't really. I feel like I feel like all of the features were kind of underwhelming. Yeah, I agree. Because, but not because... not underwhelming as in they were bad features besides the James Blake one, but I feel like they just didn't do enough with them.
0: Yeah, they felt. Um, I'm so glad you feel the way about the about the great too, because because <laughs> my opinion is spot on. But um, they felt like like uh, they didn't. They almost felt like they were like, hey, we should get uh, Janae Iko on this track, um, or we should get so and so on this track uh kind of just like sub them in real quick because they felt like Kalani was already doing a thing that was fine and they were like oh this would be good to have somebody on here Um, and yeah. a lot of times it probably does work like that I mean that's how you sell shit Um, but uh, but uh I think you can tell like in Janae I love Janae Aiko so I, like when I saw that I was like ooh I wonder how they're gonna like mix this there and it didn't feel very like I don't know elaborate or like super thought out it just felt like okay like like you said it's so good like I like that song like it's fine um but, like, I think that when I look at the bill, I thought I was going to like it a lot more, you know. It, underwhelming is a really good way to describe it. Uh, they certainly, there's not a track on here um, where I felt like the feature outshine Kalani. Now, that may, be, right. they may have been intentional, um, but with some of these features, I thought they were going to, and hmm. they never did. And not even, like, I shine here like, be more talented, but I thought they were going to, like, really come in and, like, Really make the song I think that's kind of what you want a feature to do like when you have a feature sometimes I want them to like, really give me their unique spin um, yeah. and kind of make this song like interesting that's really what I meant I don't mean like you know like be better than her or whatever I just mean like really kind of like own the show or like be like damn like that was really dope and they, they didn't really and like these are, you know these are relatively big names like Janaiko, Masego James Blake um, uh, Tory Lanes. Tory Lanes was good I, I feel like he matched it really well what they were trying to do mm-hmm. on that song he probably is if I had to like rank them, he would probably be one of the best. I am not, not even a big Tory I agree Lance. with that. Yeah, I'm not even a Victoria Lance fan. I just think that
1: uh, I liked and I liked how Janae Aiko uh came on like after after her feature, you know, she was kinda still, you know, they hitting runs in the in the hook and you yeah, know, that is like nice. for the rest of the
0: song. Yeah. The hook the the way that they do the hook is I think is good in that song. That's why I like that song. Um but but to go to the James Blake grieving uh, track I felt, and I want to know how close this is to how you felt because we obviously felt both felt some type of way about this track, but I felt like I liked the melody, and I liked, um, I even like I like the end of it when they're singing together, because whatever James Blake is doing is not what Kalani is doing, mm-hmm. At least it's not like on the same like key, so now it's like more variety in that chorus, which is nice, but I didn't really like his the verse of his main feature.
1: Yeah, I was like, wow, this is kind of you know not not quite nails on a chalkboard but i don't know it it's was just
0: jarring yeah i think he like kind of doesn't
1: jarring blend, yeah that's he what it blend was
0: with kalani very well yeah um which is like out of all these singers like that that they're with her i think the rest of them all can like they blend they sound like they're supposed to be there this guy's like the weird guy in the hat over there yeah. it's like what are you doing over there bro like it's like why you got the hat on um but uh but, yeah, I mean, some people, I think, really like the song, though. So I will say that, because some people really like Jens Blake. So it's possible that James Blake is just an acquired taste that I haven't been, um, you know, exposed enough to. But, uh, but yeah, it definitely stood out, and I was like, okay. Um, I loved the song right before the end. That Open Passionate, probably one of my favorite songs.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too.
0: Yeah, really good. Um, and so what you, what do you think about, uh, and that, so it was, do you know what I'm talking about? That I like
1: Open more than Passionate, but like it it was as a whole that was great
0: yeah um what did you think about that before because uh as we're, as we're kind of about to wrap up before i talk about lexi's outro i want to talk about um what because i want to talk about water a little bit more what did you think about water when you first heard it were you completely on board with that and the skits how did you feel about the skits
1: yeah i was going to ask you about the skits um first about about water uh well the the second time that i listened to this album i was i was in the car with my mom and my sister <laughs> <laughs> So, so when water came on, I was like, oh. <laughs> but nobody said anything, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought
0: you were going to be like, yeah. So, you know, I would say, hey, we'll skip this track, y'all. It's fine. We'll come back to it, y'all. To nah, play I, play. nah. I let it
1: play. <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> ball, ball. <laughs> I looked him in the eye, too. No, um, right. but, um, but, yeah, like, I feel like the first time I heard it, I thought it was corny. And then I went back and listened to it. And I was like, oh, this is actually, this is like. It's nasty <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but I was like, I didn't think am-? it was corny uh uh-huh. I, th- I did I didn't think it was corny, I think I' only thought it was corny because um I like was just hearing the water water, and I like wasn't thinking about like mm-hmm. i like I didn't know what she' was talking about I like, was barely listening to it, um uh, and I went back and I was like, oh no she 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 bowed about it, bowed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, she
1: ain't talking about water.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. And so, and so I kind of did like a 180 on it for me because I feel like at first I was like, oh, I don't like this. So I was like, no, this, this is all right. Um, <laughs> and uh, actually, and then I had to... Okay, check this, check this out. So this album is like relatively short, right? 39 minutes. It's not like short, right. but like, you know, it's still I think I think in my brain, like 45 minutes to 50 minutes is like standard length. Anything under that is like a little short. Anything over that is like a, quite a bit long. Um, it felt like a lot of the songs could have had like... 30 to 40 more seconds of content um hmm. yeah which which I, I just that was an interesting choice probably just to make it shorter um and I like that like you know I, I'm yeah, I guess so those
1: that, that would have been like if all of the the features had had a a little bit more time in each of them that would yeah. have been that uh-huh. that 30 to 40
0: or I mean some in some songs I'm like the chorus could came back around one more time or something hmm. uh and it would have been fine cause like I mean the choruses are really good like Colin's good at making choruses um and hooks I think her hooks are like nice yeah. a lot um, and even on some songs where I'm like the hooks are like just okay. I'm like, well, the verses are like really dope like there's always something interesting melodies that she's got. uh and so I feel like uh and maybe that's just me being a fan. I'm like, but i I don't know, I felt like when I got done with that, I was like like toxic felt short to me, and I was like, that could have been longer. um can I bad news I think was the first one that was over three minutes. uh water was I think a minute and fifty two seconds or something short like that. First time
1: uh, I listened to Toxic, I was like, "Who the hell is Don Julio?"
0: Don Julio. come on. made me a fool for you.
1: I was like, "What did he oh, say?" God, <laughs> bro. That's a that's a dope hype man.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think that's a good song to talk, to, to start the album. Um, I I think that's another thing too. I think that I think the songs come in the right order in this album. Yeah. Um, because even if you feel like the middle was weak, even though I think that it was. I, I think it was okay i think that's
1: the middle is the perfect place for the weakest song exactly
0: exactly 100 uh because i think it ends strong um and then i think it starts strong uh but about the skits so what do you think about the skits
1: um i you know i didn't i didn't feel one way or the other about the skits i thought they um they were thematically appropriate mm-hmm, they were i don't think i don't think they took anything away from you said what what do i mean
0: no, no, no! Like I said they. No, I said they. They definitely felt thematically appropriate.
1: Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like. I I, I think if if you know you force me to have an opinion about them, I would say that I like.
0: Ain't anybody forcing you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, nobody got.
1: It? I do like I like, just the idea that that skits were involved because I I'm a fan of like hip hop skits. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting uh, to have them. I don't know if if R and B ever really made use of skits in the past um but i oh, yeah, i so like the, the idea style. that skits might be coming back
0: i like skits um i like them yeah i think i just like them uh these, felt... these... so so the first one was making the stallion right yeah yeah and then the second one i don't know who that was but it matched obviously the yeah i was gonna
1: song. ask you that it sounded like it sounded like it was from something. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah. if, it was, if it was made specifically for this album or exactly, if it was yeah. like a sample of some other
0: larger yeah, thing. Yeah, if you guys know uh, where the Belong the street skit is from, like, let us know. Um, and if it's obvious, don't embarrass us because we'll find you. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> dox your ass real quick. That's not even a problem for us. You know what I'm saying? My boy Adam was talking about that hacker shit earlier. Yo, we, well, yo we'll double it. It'd be $50 million for your shit. Tried me, um, but but, but uh, what you call it? Um, but uh, I think I, I was talking about skits. Skits, uh, yeah. No, I like skits. Uh, I like uh, obviously. I like you know bits of humor um, and random stuff. Uh, so I didn't I didn't mind them at all. Uh, they they were short enough. I like them more when they are more like involved like like you said both these both what they came yeah. somewhere like
1: the megan the stallion one wasn't really exactly it didn't i wouldn't really consider much. that a skit if Exa- they didn't call it a skit exactly it's just exactly. like a guest verse
0: exactly even yeah a hundred percent um and uh and while i appreciate it because i like megan the stallion um this this whole her album ad
1: lib is hilarious to me her
0: it's great you know it's unique though too bro like that's the shit that it's so unique she got it um the album art work too, on this. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Does it, do, you, do you think that that, that that lends itself to the album?
1: Uh, I do, but only because I read about the intent behind it.
0: Oh, okay. But, let's, um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So it
1: was, it was interesting because she, the person that made that, her like director of photography or whatever, um, they, they, made the, they made this album cover after quarantine started. So she she moved her she moved her photographer in with her into her place so that they could so that they could uh make this album cover and shoot all of the music videos for the oh. album as well a lot of if you look up i don't know if you've seen any of the music videos um but if you look up um a lot of them they'll it will say a quarantine version or something like that they made they made a good majority of the music videos during quarantine um like themselves well, like Kalani was saying she had to like look up on YouTube how to do her own makeup and like all that kind of stuff and they they just shot the music videos like from her from her house but um I so what what she said about the album cover um and it makes more sense if you also look up the artwork for the the back like the track listings uh-huh. um so the album cover is her you know kind of like looking looking over uh over this kind of cement wall uh holding a hose um you know and it, it just kind of looks like she's in the suburban like neighborhood just kind of looking out we don't know what she's looking at um and if you look at the 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 track listing artwork it's it shows from the other side of that wall um behind her it's just like this kind of ap- ap- apocalyptic just destruction you know like huge fires you oh, know wow. everything's kind of destroyed Well,
0: that does sound different. that adds way more context to
1: the Yeah, so, and kind of the the meaning behind that was like, um, her past, you know, the stuff behind her is just kind of, uh, you know, all of this kind of chaos and and stuff, you know, that's kind of how it is Mm -hmm. in her mind. Um, And then what she's looking towards is kind of this uncertain future, like, we don't know what she's looking at. Okay. Um, And the look Mm. on her face is kind of, uh, you know, from the track listing, it's kind of like, uh it's not necessarily um like she's kind of unsettled because you know the things that that are happening around her at at the time it's like quarantine it's the coronavirus stuff so she's kind of like it's not necessarily good on either side but it's kind of like um you know and then the hose is like she's she's using this small you know tiny hose to try to put out like the large fire that's that's happening behind her it's like it's it's a it's um it's metaphor for her, yeah. you know, kind of her.
0: You're over here dropping facts. I yeah. thought. So I, th- I thought, think it, it definitely uh, fits. <laughs> I thought it was just <laughs> a person with a hose and some booty shorts standing up against the wall. <laughs> and I was about to sit here, bro, and I was about to be like, honestly, bro, I don't think it does it justice. Um, but that actually makes more sense. It actually makes more sense about why they were kind of like brought up the virus and that like blurred too. They kind of leaned yeah. into that a little bit, which, you know, you know, do what you gotta do. It's cool. Um, but yeah that's it that's interesting uh wow well that changed my whole entire opinion because i was gonna be like it doesn't really like <laughs> i don't really get it um also like the uh, the title of the album um i think it conveys like the whole meaning behind it like like you said it seems like all these songs are kind of her like referencing like past relationships mm-hmm. um the good and the bad um that being said uh i don't know i like, it, I think that that's why, too, like, when I hear it was good until it wasn't, I think of, like, a central, like, narrative, even though it could easily be applied to multiple narratives, which it is in this instance. Um, I don't know. I, I think that it, yeah, I'm okay with it. Like, I, like, like when I think about this album, I'm going to think about the different, like, tracks, I think, more than I am about, like, the album artwork or about, like, the title. Um, I think that some of these tracks, in my opinion, like I could definitely see myself listening to again. But yeah, um, so like overall thoughts on the album, man. So like, how would you do? You, do you recommend this album? Like, what do you think about this album? Uh, yeah, if
1: you're if you're into R and uh, I would I would definitely give it a listen. Um, I I feel like there's there's kind of a vacuum of R and B right now, isn't there? Kind of at least that a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, and I haven't I, think, I haven't really heard much.
0: Yeah, and I agree with everything you said. I I completely agree with that opinion. I feel like I definitely recommend this album. If you like Kalani, you'll like this album. It's definitely worth listening to. If you like R and B or like an older sounding style of R and B, um, like I would still check this out. I think this would like, you know, give you more confidence in like a younger generation for sure. Um I think it definitely it it touches upon a lot of those things that you like in a lot of that music. I'd say it's my favorite project by her. Um wanna take it all in, think about it um and yeah yeah I I uh, I don't think you can go wrong well with that being said are you ready to get into our lyrical miracle spherical gyrical empirical uh top tyrical uh, let's
1: go uh, uh,
0: mystery ready. artist game
1: I've got guy- I I the first ten seconds. That's that's all I need. That's, that's when seconds, I'm gonna drop the name. Time. Yep,
0: ten okay. seconds. All alright, right. you feel real confident. Um, but but just in case, put it put a whole minute on the. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. I mean, we are gonna do that because that's the regulation. You know, that's in the that's in the bylaws. <laughs> Your confidence don't change the, the legal nature of this game for it to be included in the annals of history. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, here we but, go. Here we go. All, um, right, all right. Let's go. All right. Put a minute on the clock. Here we go. Starting now. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So first thing about this artist, um, I'm going to tell you is their associated acts. They are associated with the acts Bum B, Currency, Ludacris, and Smoke Dizzle. All
1: right. Uh, is it... Damn. Ludacris messed me up. I would have said Jay-Z. Um.
0: Keep going, keep going. Okay, I got you, I got you. Uh, they became active. So they became active in Is music. Is it Pimp C? No, in 2005. It's not Pimp C. 2005.
1: I don't even know when that was. That was, uh, let's see. Is it, Um.
0: oh man. He made guest appearances on Wiz Khalifa's Cushion Orange Juice and currency. Is it Big P- Crit? Yeah, it's big crit. It is. <laughs> hey, yeah, big crit. You got it. You got it. Actually, right? I can't remember it. his name. You got it. Well, when he said,
1: "Bro, he said I, got these, <laughs> I got all these clues, bro." I'm so
0: pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. my god, what, bro? Fuck you, bro.
1: That was that was nice. That how was did, good.
0: How did you guess? I it?
1: feel reading, because when you said when you said "pimp C, I was like, "All right, I need I, to I, I need to think Pimp of C. some C. southern."
0: I did oh, say Oh, I mean this. when you said when
1: you said <laughs> when you said Bumby.
0: Damn it. I knew Bumby would give it away. Bun Bumby so Bum- and
1: Ludacris is damn what it. I was like, okay, so it's gotta okay. be somebody southern. Okay, hold on. These, these was the next. Clue. And then you said two thousand five. The next clue Which honestly didn't didn't help me at all, but I was like, Who has who's had yeah, a long career? Yeah, that's true, that's true.
0: Um, okay, the next club I was gonna give was Live from the Underground was his debut album. Would that have done it for you? That wouldn't have helped me now Okay, number six was and this is the club I wanted to get to because I was excited about. It. God damn it. Uh, he was one of the rappers called out on Kendrick's control verse um, with that that of, wouldn't help me either okay okay didn't, it, didn't, it, didn't that go so, okay anyways um, uh, number seven was uh, he was on the song Forbidden Knowledge by Rari <laughs> that wouldn't have helped me damn either. you wouldn't have gotten that okay uh, yeah. number eight His name is a backronym for King Remembered in Time. I think you would.
1: Okay, I would have gotten that. Yeah, right, right,
0: right. And the number nine was he was born in Meridian, Mississippi, which I feel like would have made it. Why was that the last clue? Because I think I feel like the acronym Mississippi. Mississippi. (laughs) 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 Oh damn! Ah, okay, man, that was great. You crushed it. I'm not gonna lie. If it wasn't. uh,
1: The name I was I was trying to think of Big Crit and I was trying to think. I'm of am I didn't um, think you Push the T. I, I didn't
0: think you were gonna say Big Crit. I really thought that you didn't think about Big Crit like that. Hey, shout out to you, Big Crit, man. My
1: sister, my sister gave me like a like three of his albums to listen that's to wild.
0: like see, a while ago. See, that's like, why. And
1: I still I still haven't done it yet, but I listened to I think I listened to two of them.
0: Listen to them though, Big Crit is good. I like Big Crit. Um, yeah, especially if you like southern rap or the style of southern rap. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It's very energetic. Exactly. Yeah country shit country shit don't say me don't say me big crit. um but no all right man i mean that was underwhelming fuck <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and i know ain't none of y'all beat my time
0: damn, I, damn yeah they probably didn't honestly for this for this one they probably really didn't um but if y'all did um you know let us know as you always do blow up my phone for sure um you know unless you don't my personal number you can always blow us up on the website at hittheory.com or blow us up at twitter um you can catch me at jt the human that's crops platform um yeah, and i'm like, at
1: black boy adam
0: exactly black boy adam um, um
1: check out our website for you know uh, the links to some of these things that we're talking about and some uh, extra content
0: definitely definitely we're going to post um some of those apology letters or whatever the, the hell uh we're going to post uh she called uh what else we posting there? Posting links links to songs, links, yeah, like links to links really, to songs, yeah, some of the articles shit. we talked about. Um yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, like some of that uh, stuff that you talked about concerning the artwork, right? That and our dope. blog. And our blog of course, our blog. Check out our blog, man. Um I saw some of y'all read my post about cassettes. I appreciate that, man. Keep that shit up. Um, you know, I ain't writing that shit for my health. Uh no, nah, but uh but we appreciate it. Let's uh, so check it out. Also catch the Twitter, like I said, Um, and then uh, you know, also check out our music. You know, we're 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 here. We got we got you. We got you on all fronts. Uh, But yeah, like I said, on your boy JT the Human. This has been Black Adam. This was Hit Theory, and we out. What what peace.